0: This week, we welcome our first friendly to the podcast, fellow fellow Bollywood lover, Juliet Franklin, who's here to discuss two recent releases, Rohit Shetty's Dilwale, and Sanjay Lilo Bansali's Badgera Mastani.
1: And, as we are saying goodbye to 2015, we will cover some of Hindi cinema's highlights and lowlights over the past year.
0: We did it. We made it to the intro. (laughs) Yes.
1: Welcome, Juliet. Yay! Um... Juliette is a very good friend of mine and Matt's. Um, also, she drives, so she drove us to go see Bajro and Dilwale, and it was only fair that we invite her to be on the podcast. Um, but also, we are constantly discussing the ins and outs with, of Bollywood with Juliette, so we are very excited to have her here. I'm excited that she's in town and that she could join us. Welcome, Juliet. Thanks for having me. Now, um, unlike Matt and I, you are ethnically Indian. Yeah. So you have grown up with a lot more experience to both Indian culture and Bollywood films um, in specific.
2: Yeah, and it's it's a little interesting because my parents are not from a Hindi-speaking part of India. Mm -hmm. So they're both from southern India. My mom speaks Tamil and my dad speaks Malayalam, and so my Uh, exposure to Indian cinema was really mostly Tamil and uh, Malayalam films, which are very violent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as I'm sure Erin has pointed out to everyone. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, Tamil films are especially violent. Mm -hmm.
2: Super violent. I remember going to these movies in crummy cinemas downtown and eating bad popcorn and not understanding what was going on because none of the movies had subtitles. Mm. But I remember... Like my first big Indian movie that I watched was probably *Jeans*, and we've talked about this. <laughs> yes. Because it's Ashwari Rai in a Tamil movie, but she plays herself twice.
1: <laughs> oh, so it's a double role.
2: Yes. Yeah. She plays herself and her twin. Oh, <laughs> well, of <who> course she does. <laughs> that makes who sense. She does. That's it's the a sort of thing cinema. that happens I love all the that. time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's like my. Was it confusing to you? No, I don't think so because oh, okay. I watched it so many times and. Even though we didn't have the subtitles, I could kind of, like, follow what was going on because it was very melodramatic.
1: Yeah, so. I recently saw the, the Taiwanese film The Assassin, which is supposed to be one of um, the best of the year. And it is a very good film. Um, and it has subtitles, but I had a really difficult time following along. And afterwards, I found out that two characters were twins. And I was like, <laughs> those were different characters? <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this movie again. Uh, clearly. So, how did you kind of get into or discover Bollywood films?
2: I think it was probably in
1: junior high.
2: And for the first time in forever, I had an Indian classmate. <laughs> I know, shocking. Um, and she invited me over to her house to watch a very bad, stolen version of Dead das. Oh, yeah. And so that was my
1: introduction to the glorious world of Charm Khan. And you've been in love with him ever since. Obviously.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> What's not to love? That's a beautiful film. And unfortunately, the first wow. time that Matt and I saw it too, we were at our friend of ours place and she had um, like a, the pirated DVD she'd grown up watching. Right. Um, and it was so dark. And I was like, I've seen clips from this film on YouTube. I've seen, you know, stills from this movie. This is not what it's supposed it's, to look like. It's supposed to be
2: this visually arresting Full of greenery and life and all of this stuff. But, like, it was very common before the internet was a huge thing for North American audiences to just have to suffer through these, like, crummy rips of what was available in India because they weren't sending, like, the actual reels over to get developed into DVDs or whatever. So you would go to, like, your local spice store or, like, some family member in India would send you a DVD and it would never be as good in the quality and the subtitles, if any, were off.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, well, and kind of the, the advent of home kind of viewing ownership is still, like, Indi- India still kind of late to that trend, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to kind of North America. Well,
0: still industrializing in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Right. TV's right. not that big a deal.
1: And aren't they still releasing things on, like, VCD?
0: That's what I've heard, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you can watch
0: it on your computer. You don't need a TV for it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. hmm I guess that's the logic. And, I mean, I think up until kind of recently um, and certainly kind of since um, Kabikushi Kabigam, there wasn't a huge... They, they didn't think that there was a huge audience outside of India. Right. So... <laughs> but K- NRIs like you... Right.
2: And K3G is like a great example of that because it focuses so much on the NRI spec the aspect of still mm-hmm. wanting to be part of that culture, but being removed from it and not necessarily growing up with it because like for me I'm first generation so I've only been to
1: India once in my life. So yeah does that technically what what makes you an NRI I've never been sure about this is it just Indians who don't live in India or do you have to have been born in India? I believe it's just that you're ethnically Indian
2: and that you don't live there but if I'm wrong maybe somebody can point us out. So, you, but you're,
1: uh, yeah, you're ethnically Indian, yes. Canadian living in the US. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like a complicated puzzle. It's terrible. <laughs> you have so much of your world's experiences. <laughs> We should yeah, we should also say that Juliet currently lives in uh Chicago and when Matt and I went to visit her in Chicago, we visited the uh outside set of the Great Indian Circus from Do Three, which is really just the aquarium. Yeah. The
0: Shed Aquarium, right? The Shed Aquarium. Yeah. It's
1: beautiful though. So it seemed like a nice it.
0: aquarium. We didn't go inside, so it seemed nice. <laughs> well they
1: didn't actually film any inside, inside at all. They so just used the just outside. But well, there's no
0: circus OA inside there? No. Fish?
1: Yeah disappointing, Bull. right? So you expect, like, Katrina Cave covered in yeah. rhinestones and hanging from the ceiling? I expect
0: her every day. It never comes true. Yeah, <laughs> really
1: disappointing. Yeah. Um, should I write to Santa about that?
0: I should.
2: And currently, you've been watching a lot of Bollywood films. I have. So, um, Netflix has gotten really good on their Bollywood game. Mm-hmm. They've gotten a lot of movies on there. I remember when I saw K3G come up on Netflix, I think I lost my mind. <laughs> because I'm so used to just having to, like, pirate it or watch it on some streaming service and now it's high quality and good subtitles and I watch a lot of them with my mom now because I can sit down and we can put them on the tv and it's easy and she's like oh all of these things um I think one of her one of the big ones what that we watched was uh Chennai Express which I know is not your favorite no
1: and we will be talking about both Sanjay Leela Bansali <laughs> who directed Zeb Das, and Rohit Shetty, who directed Dullahan. Right, who also directed Chennai Express.
2: But for my mom, being from the Chennai area, yeah. it was a huge thing for her, especially because in the beginning, the the thugs are all speaking in Malayalam, and she's just like freaking out. She's like, "This is in a, a <laughs> Bollywood movie. They know what my language is." And then all of a sudden, they're in towns that she knows and places she knows. And she's smacking me and going, Juliet,
1: I know where this is. I know what's happening.
0: I know those thugs. Right.
1: (laughs) That film was dubbed into, like, eight languages when it was released, too. It was a Mm -hmm. huge release. I think one of them was, like, German. There's a lot of Indians in Germany. Yeah. And I think also Russian because Bollywood is very big in Russia. Yes. Because when it was... um, The Soviet Union, they wouldn't bring in Hollywood films, they would bring in Bollywood films. So, so we just discovered that Matt forgot to plug in the mic, and we've just been recording through the computer. I also broke
0: my chair in a hilarious (laughs) pratfall.
1: There's a lot happening here. (laughs) Through the magic
0: of editing, you've been spared all of this.
1: (laughs) Um, So, we hope you are now hearing a boost in sound quality. Uh, We... Apologize for forgetting to plug in the mic, but, you know, hashtag podcasting problems. Yeah, and chair um, problems. <laughs> and share chair problems. Um, our comic prep have given me the opportunity to look up what languages Chennai Express was released in. Um, and there were ten overall, and I was wrong about Russian. Um, it was Hindi, English, French, Spanish, Arabic, German, Hebrew, Dutch, Turkish, and Malay. And I'm still confused about why. Well, not why, but... How Hebrew
2: made that list. I don't see a lot of Indians being from that area. There are Jewish Indians. Yeah. But they don't speak Hebrew, I think.
1: Not primarily. I'm not too sure. I think what it does speak to is the globalization that we're seeing of Bollywood that the internet has really... Um, I think been instrumental in that's very um, true and it now you know people and, and also it's not just the internet too sorry it's also digital distribution so now it's much easier to release these films across the world yeah um, simultaneously and so you no longer need to ship 35 millimeter prints of every film uh, instead you just ship hard drives and the hard drives can be replicated much easier than the celluloid can and it doesn't degrade in the same way and so when or we're, explode. Yeah. Or explode. And so when we're going to see a film, you know, on the same day that it's coming out in India in our local theaters, we're seeing the same quality. Yeah. And so it's no longer that the films are getting, you know, made in India and then kind of weeks or months later getting shipped to other parts of the world and then by then, you know, the, the film stock started to degrade. And so you're used to seeing Indian films, you know, kind of beat up, like either mm-hmm. low quality or they have that weird bubble thing going on. Yeah, and now they look pristine. And yeah. I, I firmly believe that some of the best cinematographers in the world are working in India. Oh, for sure.
2: And I should say, I'm not trying to say that like maybe the Hebrew population just does, just enjoys Bollywood. Mm-hmm. That's entirely possible that there is just a large contingent of Hebrew speaking people that really
1: like Bollywood.
0: It's yeah. a it's a domestic it's a foreign market like any other. So right. maybe they found that the films do well there.
1: But Netflix needs to add some, uh, some new Bollywood films. Oh my to gosh, their yes, free for you, don't they? <laughs> yes. I've watched so many of them. And they also need to fix the subtitles
2: for Chalk Day. Yeah, yeah they do. Anybody? We anybody. wanted
0: to watch that too. And
2: yeah. My they were mom just and I a fraction of the, a second off. My mom and I sat through the whole thing, and the reason that we did. The whole is,
0: thing, holy shit.
2: The whole reason we did is one, because everyone loves Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah. And two, because my mom was super interested in a women's cricket team. <laughs>
0: I, w- I mean, I want to watch it too, but it's just like a hair of a second off. It's, and it's just so enough to drive you insane. Yeah, yeah, we started watching it. We quit after it, about five minutes.
1: But yeah, the subtitles being off from the speaking. It's just because you're mentally... And this is also what I find. Um, so we took Gangs of Wassey 4, which we'll be talking about next week. Spoiler alert. Um, out of the library, and I discovered very quickly that this was... Um, It was a knockoff. Yeah, yeah, it was a bootleg. Mm -hmm. Um, And because the subtitles were terrible. And Mm -hmm. so you're actively, your brain is actively either, you know, if they're not um, timed correctly, actively forcing, you know, everything to line up. Or if they're poorly written, you're actively rewriting them, you know, kind of adjusting the grammar of everything. And that just, I think, takes you out of the experience of watching a film.
2: It does, for sure. And, like, even just with some movies that I've watched recently from Bollywood... And I have to say this, that I'm like language deficient. I took French all through school mm-hmm. and I probably could not hold a conversation in French to, hold, to save my
1: life. Neither could Matt. But, no.
2: <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. the more Hindi movies I watch, the more I pick up on certain words that yeah. I used repeatedly, but are translated differently in different movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I start noticing, oh, this isn't actually what this means. That's just like the closest word that they felt like they could use. Yeah.
1: So.
0: Well, whatever the word for rascal, motherfucker, scoundrel, they're all the same. Right. We saw that in three different versions of Gangs of mm Hmm.
1: Yeah, which we'll talk about next week. And, three but different I also,
0: subtitles for the same, you know, conversation, and it showed three different words. Yeah. One without swears, I guess, but it, it, always, it is weird that it's getting badlarized while the actual person on screen is just saying what they were saying, mm-hmm. but the subtitles are sanitizing it for us.
1: Yeah, well, and also, like, different cultures use, and different languages use different um, insults and different swear words, mm-hmm. and so I always find subtitles that are translated for impact versus translated kind of verbatim, yeah. um, especially in regards to, to foul language, a lot more effective, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, mailed in French doesn't have the same impact that shit does in English, mm-hmm. um, you know, so you usually translate it as fuck. But I, I also find, yeah, that I've watched enough Hindi films at this point that I pick up words like Zindagi. Yeah. And or PR or Desi. Um, ish. Mm-hmm. ish. Ish. Yeah. And I also found when you talk about translation, um uh, I thought it was really funny during Shandar, which I don't think either of you have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of means like grand, great. um But in Shandar, the film Shandar, they translated it as Splendiferous. <laughs> <laughs> That's so magical. I love it. Um, it's very so, Willy bonker. It's very Bollywood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so why don't we get into uh, Del Wale? And I'm really excited that we have Juliet here to discuss Del Wale because you are a big Shah Rukh Khan and Kachal fan. Love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your, is your favorite DDLJ? I don't think so. I mean, I'm partial to that
2: <clears throat> towel dance because who isn't, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of respect for Kajal rocking that
1: unibrow for so long. She looks great with that unibrow. I know. And, uh, you know, kind of in, I think, our second episode, Matt and I talked about how a lot of Bollywood stars have these elements about them, about their physicality that you think um, would kind of be unattractive, right. but become attractive. Right. It's so, like... Yeah, like I Rithik's think...
2: double thumb, and Shah Rukh Khan's got a weird nose, yeah. and...
0: He does look a little goofy before Salmon's you get to know Salmon's squinty
2: eyes. Them. Salmon's
1: got squinty On eyes. Amir Khan's ears. Yeah. yeah. But all these all these attributes, I just think, kind of make them... It gives them personality. It
0: does. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. definitely
1: played to their
2: advantage, rather than potentially in Hollywood, where it would lead to them being, like, typecast. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Matt, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce us to Dohuala?
0: Sure. Well, Diwali, which I recently had confused with Diwali, the festival, means kind of like big hearted, brave, Mm -hmm. and it's also in Diwali, Dilhania, Laje The brave will steal the bride, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so I've seen it translated as both like big hearted, kind hearted, brave hearted, Dil. Is it the same thing as Dili Wali,
0: like in the song Dili Wali Girlfriend?
1: Yes. Okay. I believe so. Because
0: that's always spelled out as D I L L I. W A L L I.
1: Yeah, that's a song from Hai uh, Hajawani.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Dilwale stars Shara Khan, Kajol, Varun Dhawan, Kriti Sanan, and Boman Irani.
2: Your best friend. My buddy. Matt's bestest friend. My
0: bestie, Boman. Um, anyway, it is a crime romance? Romantic crime. Car comedy? Car.
2: I felt like it was, if you took Fast and the Furious and combined it with. Something weird, like face off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Because they had. In- where, what about the romance? There's romance you- in Fast and yeah, and,
1: and, and
0: in Face and Off, inappropriately
2: <laughs> in Face Off. But that's basically what I felt about this movie. Where take your face off?
0: <laughs> they're doing the move. You can't see it,
2: but they're. Uh, Great movie, by the way. Totally, should everyone should off. watch it a million times. Um, where? When we watched. Gunday, we talked about how it was basically like Bros before Hoes, the movie. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. I felt like
2: the best. It really is the best. Also, watch Gunday. But I felt like Dilwale was definitely Fast and the Furious and like something crazy like Face Off all mashed together into some wonderful Bollywood version.
0: Like more than Doom, though.
2: More than
1: Doom? Like, is it more Fast and the Furious than Doom? I don't know which Doom am I comparing it to. I guess the. Zoom has motor- motorcycles.
0: Yeah, this yeah. this is about cars.
1: Yeah, this, this be- is specifically about cars, which is yeah,
0: why and it car like, culture yeah, kind of fits
1: into that. I yeah, guess, and I think that's yeah. why. And Fast and the Furious is very big in in India, um, and so I'm not. Surprise that they kind of went that angle with the car culture, mm-hmm. but then you know, it also like romance is a big part of it. And I think then again, like this huge flashback where we get to see
0: here, just wait, let me let me say the plot of the movie okay. so you're not ruining things ahead of time. So Shahra Khan plays Raj, a guy who runs a uh, car detailing custom car company in Goa. And his little brother is played by Varon Dewan, who is into girls and driving around and also making the sign of the cross while flying around a big Jesus, a big Sir Jesus that's on a statue.
1: This is another Bollywood film set in Goa.
0: Amazing part of the film, though. (laughs) Like, within the first five minutes, just...
2: Crossing himself and saying, like, what's up, Jay?
0: Doing the kiss thing to Sir Jesus. Sir Jesus! Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's awesome. Anyway, this fairly idyllic lifestyle is shattered... When Varun Dewan tries to date a girl, who turns out to be play, uh, who to be Kajol's
2: uh, little sister, little
0: sister, and then we find out that Shahrukh and Kajol have a extremely complicated history <laughs> between them of things that took place about ten years ago, and they were both in rival crime families.
2: As Shahrukh Khan says, "We were mafia."
0: Yeah, they were mafia in Bulgaria, of all places, right? Yeah, I think that's where it was. That's
1: where it was. So. Yeah,
0: they were, in, they were in some Eastern European country being gangsters.
1: <laughs> At least they admit it's Bulgaria, unlike Hamdil de chukesanam <laughs> where Hungary is suddenly Italy.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And they don't do anything to make it seem like it's Italy whatsoever.
0: No. No, all the signs are in Hungarian. the trains. They just could
1: have said he was from Hungary. It would have been fine. So at least Bulgaria here is actually playing Bulgaria.
0: (laughs) So you find out that Sharuk was, his real name is Kali, Mm -hmm. and he was the enforcer of his dad's gang. Kajal, her dad was in charge of the other gang. They had a fight, and shit got real.
1: And they had to move to Goa. Hijinks and stuff. Um, so well, a, they didn't move to Goa;
2: they fled. They
0: and, fled to Goa from Bulgaria.
2: Yes, <laughs> Shahrukh Khan and his two gang buddies yeah. decided to give up the life. Who legs. are
0: kind of coded as gay a little bit?
2: No, like uh, they
0: run a cafe together. No, and,
2: they're just <laughs> bros. Leave them alone.
0: It's it's uh, an argument couldn't be made.
1: This. The plot is ridiculous. Like, yes. this is so, like, even just hearing you two describe it, I'm like, this is so complicated. This is so needlessly ridiculous. For a film where I think kind of nothing happens. Yeah, I mean. Nothing happens! We walked into the movie legitimately not knowing
2: what it was about because That's the trailer true. is useless. Yeah. It's beautiful and it pulls you in because it's like, ooh, come see Shah Khan and Kajol together again.
0: But what the but fuck what are they the doing? But what the heck are they doing? Yeah. No what, one what's, knows. What's up?
2: They're standing on top of a broken down plane and singing how much they love each other. Okay, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. That's amazing. And but I I don't know
1: what the rest of the movie was. Exactly. This is my issue with Rohit Shetty. You know, I've seen a couple Rohit Shetty films, and I find them all deeply unsatisfying because I just find them all, like, deeply pointless.
0: Well, what's his big one that he's known for? <laughs>
1: well, Chennai Express, and then, um, the Singham series and the Gomao series.
0: Right, which are in the trailer. It does mention, like, from the maker yeah. of Singham, Singham Returns, and Gol Maal.
1: Yeah, like, I, I mean, he's just, like, I think he's a fundamentally silly filmmaker, and I think he was more interested in having cool cars in this movie than he was in the fact that he has sharp-broken casual. Like, to be fair, Matt did turn to me in the middle of
2: this movie and go... What are these cars? I've never seen them before. Some of those
0: cars are insane. They're like, they like future cars. Well,
2: yeah. And then there's also cars that are only sold in India that are, yeah. you would not know. Well, that's
0: the Boman Irani one. He's got that, it's an ambassador, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. Do you want he's got it really tricked out. Explain what he's doing in the movie? Yeah.
1: Do you want to explain what Boman Irani is doing in the movie?
0: I will try. <laughs> so, in the Goa wait, of the present day. Can I just
2: ask? You don't have the inside scoop? Like, you can't just text up your friends. He's been
0: really busy and he hasn't gotten back to me. Okay. Anyway, um, so Bowman um, is the current, like, kingpin of drugs in this small Goa town where they hang out. He refers I don't know to if a, it's a kingpin. If, if he it's refers a small town.
2: to himself as a don.
0: He's the king. Yeah. You know, he, his name is King.
2: It's true.
0: And uh, he has various groups of thugs who go to restaurants and hot spots and try and get the owners to sell drugs. And. For some reason, Sherwook doesn't like selling drugs. His, uh, I think maybe Kajal's family was getting to selling drugs. It's unclear as to why he really cares about this. But, uh, well,
1: because drugs ruin people's lives, Matt. Because drugs are equivalent to bad
0: They're Yeah. So,
1: and he has a little brother that he wants to protect. Yeah,
0: so Varun, uh, upon seeing this, being a Dilwali sword himself, gets into a fight with these thugs. And then this kind of becomes a brawl between Bowman's guys and uh, Varun's friends. And then they find out where he lives, and then through some kind of funny trickery, he uh, just decides to get all his cars detailed there rather than have have a beef with Sharuk. So, so he's kind of like he's like a superhero. He has he has a meek alternate identity that he goes into of being Raj when Kali oh, is going Shuruk around is beating, like a superhero. Yeah, and, yeah. and Sharuk is going like uh, Kali is beating people with two by fours with his buddies. They go and yeah. burn down. Bowman's uh, drug stash, but you know he's he's sublimating himself into this Raj identity where he's very demure and meek.
1: Yeah, so Bowman Ronnie's kind of like the main antagonist throughout the film, I think, of the current timeline. Of the current timeline, but he's completely
0: ineffective.
1: Oh yeah, like he's 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 really—he's
0: comic relief.
1: Him and Johnny Lever are
2: together the comic relief of this movie and i just have to say when i saw johnny lever on the screen i kind of lost my mind because he's in so many movies and he's from south india and i remember seeing him in south indian movies as a child Mm. there's one movie that i remember and i cannot remember the name of it but he tricks someone into eating food that has like dishwashing detergent in it because it'll give you diarrhea okay. oh you tell me about this and he like the person eats it and he's so proud of himself that he forgets and he starts eating the food <laughs> and then he's like oh no
0: <laughs> that's money right i don't know that was the guy who was stealing and then sure like oh yes yes yep. money is getting beaten by some random coons yeah. and then sure like no he wasn't stop beating this man it was <sighs> sorry why are you beating this man <laughs> i'm not going to stop you for beating him he probably did something wrong Please continue with the beating. Just let me know why, because you're outside of my house.
1: <laughs> I really uh, he
0: is the comic relief, and he steals Bowman's car. One of the car. comic
1: reliefs. There's a lot of comic relief.
0: Yeah. It's 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 more of a comedy than anything, I would say.
1: This yeah. Movie. yeah.
0: It tries to be an adventure, but the action scenes are just kind of, I don't know, confusing?
2: Yeah. I mean, nonsensical? There's wonderful car stuff, so if you're into that, you'll really like it, which I am, so obviously I liked it. And there's a
1: beautiful song sequence. There's a so
2: beautiful song sequence between Sharklan yeah. and Kajal that
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: I think I turned to Erin at one point and I was like, how many of these outfits do you want yet? And she was like, every single one. I love them. Yeah. And so
1: that's just visually com- uh, amazing. They shot it in Iceland and that is all location footage. Like right. That scene to me makes the entire film, like the existence of that scene um, is phenomenal well right.
0: luckily we'll be able to watch it on youtube whenever we want pretty oh soon. no it's it, um, it's
1: it's spellbinding and that was mm-hmm. the thing that in the trailer that made me really excited and then i just felt like the film that was supporting that song sequence really let me down like there were i mean i, w- I won't say i didn't find it enjoyable um, I could
0: have used some more songs
1: yeah yeah i could have the used one at the
0: end songs. i'm not going to spoil what happens during the end credits song but it's pretty funny it what they're what they're working with in that. And very topical.
1: But I just like I didn't care about anyone or anything in this movie, which is really frustrating because I think Bollywood is really good at making me care about things. And
0: we naturally like I mean, Shahrukh, Kajol, Varun Bowmanar, Irani. We love all of these cha- classic characters. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean, okay, so what about Kriti Sanon, who has only been in one other film before this, the unfortunately titled Hero Panty.
0: Well, I kept like thinking she was Ali Abad, so that's the impression that she left <laughs> on me. Did you just
1: think that because she was opposite from Rondelon? I think that's probably it.
0: And dressed similarly.
1: I. Yeah, there was a lot of pink. Kriti
0: was
2: not... A huge draw for me. She was just kind of there, and I can kind of understand why Kajal doesn't want to take photos with her, because <laughs> this girl's probably just like a flash in the pan and then going to
1: go away. Maybe, or maybe, you know, it'll be like Ali Abad, and then she'll put out something like Highway, and everyone will be like, okay, now we're interested, and now we think you have some sparkle. Although I don't think she has kind of, like, even in Student of the Year as Shania, I think Ali Abad, like clearly arrives as a star and right. I don't get that from Chrissy Salmon no mm-hmm. she I'm she's sure there. she's a perfectly nice girl but oh, yeah. on there's screen also, I don't feel it
0: there's also a weird um, moment where Verun's buddy who is stealing from him says that he needs a lot of money to keep his girlfriend in dates and movies yeah. and dinners and stuff like the movie entirely derails for about 10 minutes when he as,
2: cries and sits down in front of a very large shrine to marry
0: and his uh Presumably, uh,
2: future brother in law, yeah,
0: like just crying about how hard it is to have a girlfriend,
2: <laughs> and is somehow this wins over the brother in law, and he agrees to let them marry,
0: yeah, the brother in law who speaks in nonsensical rhymes, too. Oh my well, and it's there's just a lot of weird things happening,
1: there's a lot of weird things happening, and that scene kind of frustrating to me because I find. Like, there is this camp in Bollywood that is becoming more and more progressive um, in regards to gender equality. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. And then I see something like this where this guy is just complaining that, you know, he has I have to-, to, buy her to...
2: I have to buy her a movie ticket. And then I have to buy her popcorn. And then I have to take her for dinner. And then I have to buy her a anniversary present every Friday and it's just like and okay. that's why
0: I'm stealing from my best friend
1: yeah it's like okay dude just shut up and, there's and also you expect th- the girl at this point to step up and be like no I love you I don't right. need any of that and that does not happen yeah maybe we just well, stand she there, just stands there she's it. like yeah. yeah well you do well, <laughs> well it's not pretty it's it's their friend Jenny and, oh right but yeah. she still doesn't like say, no, I love you, you're a great guy. Because he actually does kind of seem like a good boyfriend. There also
0: is the... I like the scene earlier where Varun finds out that his buddy is stealing from him. And he goes and beats him with uh, (laughs) some twigs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just beats him on the ass with a bunch of twigs. It's
2: it's an old school broom. like It's like dried hay tied in a bundle.
0: But eventually they, you know reconcile their differences and Monty, the comedian guy, is there too and they are all start crying about how hard it is to get a girlfriend. It is.
2: And then they promise Johnny Lover that they'll find him a girlfriend
1: and then they almost kiss and it's a little awkward.
0: And then they don't get him a girlfriend. They
1: don't. <laughs> they don't get him anything. Yeah, so... This movie is a mess. I think this is one where they were kind of making up the plot on set which is totally something that happens, so...
2: I have to say, though, like, yes, it doesn't have much of a plot and blah, 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 blah. I probably wouldn't watch it again.
1: Yeah. But... It was
2: enjoyable. It was fun. Yeah. And yeah. visually like the way that they the way that Bollywood shows Goa is always so beautiful to me because I want to go so, to Goa
0: first. It's so if colorful
2: and full yeah. of life and there's all these like beautiful outdoor cafes and yeah. it's pretty and the houses are huge and it's bright colors and things like that and I just like I'm drawn to that. Yeah. And um, obviously Shah Rukh Khan and Kajal have this undeniable chemistry that even through this ridiculous like sloggy plot you can still see the pull to each other, definitely. Yeah, and Varun does that <laughs> hysterical, like, "Please forgive me, brother," and then does Shahrukh Khan's pose.
0: Yeah, he does the to yeah. win
2: his girl over, and it's. Fabulous. And he also
0: does a love actually sign thing. Yeah. But with emojis in yeah. it.
1: It's fabulous, but it's not updated. as fabulous as when Alia does the Sharukhand pose at the end of Humpty Sharma Keetahani. I want everyone to do the Sharukhand pose. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, Goa
0: in the movies. I want to go there before any other place in India. I would like to go to Goa, Calcutta, Bombay in that order.
1: Hopefully, one day we will get to India. We'll see.
0: Mumbai. Um, Mumbai, sorry.
1: But yeah, I, I, I completely agree. There is so. I think the kind of, kind of the chemistry between Sharuk and Casual really like becomes the backbone of the film, brings it alive, draws you in. And I think Varun is also like he shows here that he has excellent comedic timing. Oh yeah, um, and he's great. His romance with Curtis Annan is a complete throwaway, but he is kind of great in his role. I like um, the
0: scene where um, Shahrukh takes Kajol on a five-minute date. Oh, you mean on. the scene
1: from How I Met Your Mother? The one that
0: is apparently ripped off from How I Met Your Mother, but it is like a five-minute unbroken cute. unbroken take yeah, of just cute. all these all these things he's planned for his date and all of his gangster buddies who are helping him out on it. it it's it's kind of cute.
1: It is still cute. Um, and I also have to say, we took a, another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Devin, to see this film, and he fell absolutely in love with Kajol. Just thought he would, she was the prettiest. She should be in
0: more movies now. She's great now.
1: She, she is. is. Well, but she got married and had kids and stuff. like what of
2: her life now. She
0: could... She can go back to work.
2: She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. She's yeah. the
1: queen.
0: She did a she great is. job in this one. She was probably the best actress.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Best mm-hmm.
0: actor or actress in the whole film.
1: Yeah. No, I think, I think seeing casual on screen and that she is that luminous is, uh, is certainly a draw for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one other point that I want to ask you guys about. Did anyone notice that the color timing was off? No. For some odd reason, the blood looked purple. Oh, I did not notice that. Oh, there
0: was some around, uh, I think it was Shuruk's mouth after he'd gotten beaten.
1: Well, and um, at one point, Varun dewan is um, all bloody and The yeah. blood is purple! I did not notice that. Well, that, maybe Varun
0: Dewan like... and uh, Shuruk are Vulcans. Did you ever think about that?
2: No, I didn't. Or, or maybe, maybe blood in Goa
1: is just purple. Yeah. All right. It's suffused
0: so, with, uh, you know...
1: With saffron. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should leave it there. And uh, Juliet, as, a, as our friendly, you get to pick the song for Interval. I'm excited. Yeah. So I
2: picked um, Pinga, which is from the movie that we're going to discuss after Interval, Bajiro Mustani. And it's uh, probably my favorite song out of the movie, just because mm-hmm. it's more of the classical dance style, which is something that Priyanka and Depeka are both trained in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily the style that they are best at, but it's very interesting to watch. And that's always something that I'm super interested in seeing. So make sure you click on the link that Matt and Erin are going to put in the show notes
1: about the video. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this is Pinga from Bajram Stocking.
0: so that was pinga from the film Bajara Mastani.
1: so welcome back lovers um before we get into our discussion of bajra Mastani, i have collected a few of the highlights and lowlights from 2015 in bollywood and i thought i would uh share them with uh you all with Matt and Juliet, and, uh, and enlighten me, Aaron, Tell and get their perspective on uh, on these uh, these events, um, and as well as kind of provide a bit of a recap for what I felt were the important things that happened. You've definitely
0: seen a lot more of them this year than either of us. True. So.
1: Yeah, but I still feel like um, it took a while for Bollywood to kind of hit its stride this year. Like really early on in the year. Um, you know, for most of February, January, March and April there were very few releases I found hmm. interesting and I think those that in hit. Yeah. So um for the most part we only get kind of the big releases that get released internationally and some of the smaller films um, you know, like um Masan, Margarita Straw, Court, um, we're still having to catch up with Kisa. Yeah. Um so we haven't necessarily seen all those. this is really kind of about um the mainstream scene.
0: We should say that Gangs of Wassipur is now available on Netflix. Yeah. As which what, we'll is be it? talking about. Eight next little year. episodes?
1: Eight or five, like, yeah.
0: That's kind of a huge deal though. Mm-hmm. To take such a gigantic critical acclaimed movie and make it into a TV show. I was hoping that they would do that. Yeah. But it would totally fit in on HBO yeah. just that kind of movie so that distribution deal that they got right at the end of the year is really exciting mm-hmm. and I would like to see more
1: which again will be uh, the feature of our first yeah we're gonna talk we're gonna talk a lot about
0: that next next episode
1: um, so the first thing I want to touch on is just kind of a trend um, a feminist trend I am seeing in Ooh. Bollywood with a lot of women really establishing their prominence um, and so the first thing, is uh, Anushka Sharma has taken matters into her own hands, and she produced uh, the film she starred in, NH10. I'm so excited to see this. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the most violent film ever in Hindi cinema. I saw the trailer, really?
2: and I was just like, "Kill everyone, Anushka! Kill them all!"
0: The most violent. Wow.
2: And we've I've seen 10s. some pretty
0: violent Bollywood movies. It's
2: it's supposed to be very intense and like terrifying, like and, Kill yeah. Bill, maybe or. No, it's all, I feel like it falls more into the, like, because the pr- basic premise is, like, her and her partner mm-hmm. are going down the highway, and their car
1: breaks down, and then they have to, like, protect themselves. Mm. So yeah. it's like a
0: wrong turn scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's a, It's very much a survival narrative, and NH10 refers to the, the part of the road. Makes sense. Um, And, and I, I, I also still haven't seen the film. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and Anushka Sharma is... Or a Hills
0: s- Have Eyes, maybe.
1: I don't think there's any creepy mutants in this one. Yeah, no. um, and Anushka Sharma, as we know, uh, you know, has been you know in a lot of Yash romances mm-hmm. like Band Baaja Baraat and Radhni Banati Jodi, Radhni Banati Jodi, Jack Tak Hai John. Um, so she's been, she's played a lot of love interest and... But in in
2: Job Tech High John, she is kind of like an independent woman. Oh, mostly. definitely. So that's probably out of those three roles, that's probably the most progressive role out yeah. of those.
1: But she's still, you know, kind of, I think, been uh, somewhat typecast. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it's phenomenal that not only was she like, well, I want a different kind of role and I want to see this film made, I'm going to produce it. Right. Like, that's insane. It's a big deal. It is a big deal.
0: That's what Sharuk does.
1: Yeah, but, you know, so we see a lot of the actors doing it. We don't see a lot of mm-hmm. the actresses doing it, especially a lot of the new actresses. And mm-hmm. we know that, you know, the, the shelf life for an actress in Bollywood is much shorter than an actor. For sure. And I think, you know, Anushka Sharma. Yeah deciding to produce your own films is going to be a game changer. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And, like, the comparison you're making to Shah Rukh
2: Khan I don't think is necessarily fair because, like, the, the three of us have discussed this before, and I don't know if it's come up on the podcast, but Shah Rukh Khan is the second richest actor in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Second only to Jerry Seinfeld. So the amount of capital he has behind him and the pull he has behind him is so much more than I'm sure Anushka yeah. had when she started this project.
0: He owns his own VFX company.
2: He owns his own cricket team. Yeah. Like... Andushka is coming from a very different place when she's deciding to Mm -hmm. produce a movie and star in it and try and bring it to the mainstream.
1: And she's been very vocal about how, in Bollywood, women make less money than men. Yep. And also how men, even kind of men who haven't, you know, new actors who haven't been in any films before, are treated better than some of the veteran women. For sure. And so, yeah, I'm really we really need to catch up with this film and I'm really excited that you know this has been kind of a a year where she's been outspoken about some of these issues Mm -hmm. and also like produced her own vehicle that's a big deal and you know one that I have read has a really kind of strong active and different kind of central heroine than most Bollywood films um so Topeka Padukone has also uh really established herself as a Box office draw, and I think mm-hmm. this has been, you know, kind of continuing a trend from 2014, but certainly in 2015, she has established herself as one of the biggest stars in Bollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really with Piku, Tomasho, and Bajramastani. Um, but with Piku, she cut a deal where she would receive um, part of, a percentage of the profits of the film. Which is so smart. It is so smart. And a lot of actresses don't have that opportunity. And Piku was a big hit. Yeah. It's and, still pulling in money. So. Yeah. It's a great film, but mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, the other actors in the film are uh, Amitabh Bachchan and Irfan. Irfan Khan. And I don't think at this point that Amitabh Bachchan is a huge draw anymore. His other film, Shamitabh, this year was, it was a flop. It's kind of bizarre. Um, I think, you know, Pika Padukone is why people went to go see Piku. Yeah.
2: And yep. it was a great showcase of her talent. It was. I, I really liked Piku. We talked about this, um, recently, how the main romance in Piku is between her and Irfan, but it's not, like, creepy, because no. Irfan is much older than her, and that's another thing that Erin and I have discussed quite a few times, that, um, the male leads are always so much older than the females. Yes. And most of the time it's creepy, but in this, it's, like, a subtle very understated love. It is, yeah. And um, I think in the movie it also does a great job of giving uh, giving Dapika the power. Yep. Because she's the one who's in charge of her father's health. She's the one who's in charge of getting him from their home in Delhi to their home in... Um,
1: shoot, where are they going? Um, they're Bengali, so... It might be Calcutta.
2: Yeah. So, you know, she's in charge of all of these things, and she has to make sure that the house functions. And there's there's points in the movie where she gets mad at uh, Amitabh for pointing out that she is this, like, young, modern, independent woman. And she's like, yes, I've had physical relationships. Yes, I've done all these things. But why does he have to point that out to every single man I meet? I am much more than that. And I think, like, the reiteration of that by a strong female character says a lot about, like, where Bollywood is going.
1: Yeah, this was a fantastic role for Topeka Padukone, and I'm so glad that the film uh, really landed with audiences. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tamasha hasn't done, um, huge business, but I think the business it has done is largely because of her. Because as we will get to, Rambir Kapoor is not drawing people to
0: the box office.
2: Unless
1: before. you're Matt.
0: <laughs> what? I, he's great.
1: Yeah, okay. Um... So, kind of uh, in, the, in the same vein, uh, Kangana Rono, um has also established herself as a box office power with the, the success of Tanu Westman Returns. Mm. Um, that being said, Catty Batty, her other film this year, really did flop. Um, but it does seem like she is a much bigger um, draw than people would have initially expected from her. Kind of since Queen. Yeah. She gained a lot of fans with Queen.
2: Yeah. Queen is amazing. So, she, I think she...
1: And Hannah of Returns as such a, like... It's an odd... Like, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel, and it's kind of like...
0: Was she in the original one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and here she's playing a double role, and it's a rather kind of... It's a rather generic rom-com, which doesn't mean it's bad by any means, but it's certainly... There's something about the single's excitement, and then it's kind of success. Like, it was a huge success at the box office. I think Mm -hmm. really, you know, people are going to see Kangana (laughs) Rinald. I think maybe that has something to do with the success of Queen,
2: because through Queen, you see, like, this progression from, like, a very timid, very quiet, sheltered character to, like, a fully formed woman, right? Yeah. And even her her image changes throughout the movie. So a lot of the the things that I've seen of her doing interviews and her doing photos and stuff, she's very outspoken. She's very funny. Yeah. Um. So I, I could definitely see the appeal of her being in all, the, all those movies.
1: I also find, though, and I don't want to get too much into kind of – um, Bollywood gossip, but I do also find that kind of like she has a bit of an attitude. Oh yeah. Um, and not in a, not the same way that I think like, you know, people like Anushka Sharma or Peri Neti Chopra, um, can really like shut people down mm-hmm. at times. Um, or just like refuse to ask, answer questions. Like she just seems to be almost a bit more of a diva.
2: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I saw an interview with her where they were like, what do you think it means when two like an actor and an actress say that they're just good friends? And oh, she's just, just like this. she's like, well, I think just good friends is essentially code for fuck buddies. Yeah. And she said this on like
1: a like a national interview. And yeah. I was like, those words just came out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was in promotions for Caddy Batty, which um was man. She just
0: good friends with the uh male co-star. <laughs> no, on he's
1: coast? married, Matt. Oh, Don't well, be like that. Uh um well. That's Imran. Um Imran Khan. Um Yeah, and I, the first half of Caddy Batty is actually really awesome, and then the second half of Caddy Batty, like, completely undoes everything about the first half. That Uh, was the one
0: with the stop-motion dance? Yeah, yeah, really
1: unique dance sequence, Um, but yeah, that really flopped. Um, And then kind of to round out, um, I think, again, what we're seeing is a a rise of, you know, women and kind of feminist perspectives in Bollywood. We have Zoya Akhtar's Dilded Akane Do, which I think is still one of my favorite movies I've seen Of the year from any any industry, any culture. It's it's amazing. And this film, like, spells out feminism for its audience in a way that I found really um, refreshing and important. It
2: also gave you this, like, great... And I don't know if it's just speaking to me because I have a younger brother. So there was a lot of focus on that brother-sister relationship. And it was great to see. Mm -hmm. Like, to see Ranveer and Priyanka... Play these loving siblings and like have their inside jokes and when like mom and dad get mad at them, they can run off and have their own conversation and like calm each other down. I think it was just very like it was very heartwarming to see because it's yeah. not something that Bollywood does a lot. They do lots of like sisters and brothers, but they don't do the the brother and sister together. Yeah. So I thought it was really good to see.
1: Well, and a lot of the a lot of gender issues are really at the forefront of this film, both for <laughs> men and for women, because Ranveer Singh. Doesn't he, he doesn't want nepotism. He no. doesn't want to take over his dad's company. He doesn't think he's the right person. Yeah, and he wants his sister to because she is the right person. Yeah. And
2: he sees her kind of a drowning in this loveless marriage that, mm-hmm. you know, she's stuck in. And even when he has a conversation with her about potential divorce, he's just, like, he's confused. And she tries to explain it to him and somehow, like, brings him around to her side. Yeah. And it just,
1: it's great. I I don't have anything bad to say, about. do you think the portrayal of, um, Singh and Priyanka Chopra's brother and sister might in some way reflect Farhan Akhtar and Zoya Akhtar? I hope so, because I love Akhtar, and Akhtar. I know, If right? he and Zoya
2: are that close, I would probably just, like, die of joy.
1: Every time I read anything that they say about one another, and I mean, he's been in all her films, right. all three of her films, um, and I think she gives him really interesting and good roles. She does. Um, but anytime I read anything that they say about one another, it's always, like, so supportive right. and sweet and wonderful. Yeah.
2: And it's great, because, like, she, I think she sees the potential he has, and she he sees the strengths that she has. And so they work very well together because Farhan Ahtar does write and he does uh, act and- He does everything. Everything. He writes, every yeah. dance, acts, directs. Exactly. So I think that it's not just like, oh, here's my brother, use him in my movie. It's like, this is my brother, yes, but also he is a fantastic actor and a fantastic mind to have yeah. on set.
1: So. He's also um, very outspoken about gender rights issues in yes. India and has his own organization about um, essentially men supporting feminism, um, which I think we all agree we need male advocates. Yep. Right, Matt?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> reminds me of a joke I heard. Yeah? A uh, male feminist walked into a bar. It was set too low. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, right? That's
2: all great. Right. Um, and I did just follow Farhan Akhtar on Twitter. I suggest everyone does because he... Is adorable.
1: <laughs> he is. I I I love him, and I have nothing but praise for Dill the Nado. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's a movie that everyone should watch. Yes, you know, regardless of your background, I think everyone, if you have a family, enjoy this movie. You should watch mm-hmm. Dil the Docknado.
0: Or if, if you love dogs, if you're an yes. orphan, maybe not. You might get sad. No.
1: No. <laughs> maybe if you like boats.
0: Yeah.
1: Both. <laughs> All right. Um so a couple more highlights. Um Dawan has uh kind of established himself outside of the Dharma Productions banner with um both with two very different films. Um and he was also in double light, but the two I wanted to focus on were Bad Poor, which is um more of a tense crime drama opposite Nazwaridin Siddiqui and uh A B C D Two, which is like a dance film. Which we
0: watched half of the other day.
1: <laughs> all the muscles. Varun has all, all the, the muscles. muscles. But he, I think, of that student of the year crop of kind of between yeah. him and Siddharth maholtra and Ali Abad has really established himself outside of kind of Karan Johar's um, gaze. Or yes. well, it
0: seems like they want to pitch him as the next Sharuk. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think he might have the chops. I mean, so like Ali Abad has done... Kind of her student, her post in the year career has mostly been Dharma Productions films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I love Ali Abba, Varun, I think, has, um, I haven't seen much from Siddharth's post in the year, but I, I think her. Brothers
0: one, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, it's actually Kumar, the remake of Warrior, um, which also came out this year. But I think Varon has like really established himself as an up-and-coming force. I think he has a lot of range. And I think you know the three films that we've seen from him this year, he's really shown different aspects of what he can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm really excited to see what he sees next. The only thing I can add to that is that BuzzFeed thinks he's thirsty. <laughs> or like he's thirst-causing.
0: So. Oh, thirst-causing. That, that's a yeah, big difference. Of yeah, of course.
1: Of um, course. And our last highlight is that, man, Salmon Khan continues... Rain at the box office. Why? Uh, the man, people, I don't even think people care what the movies are about. They will just go see them. And that's with the success of Bajani Bajan, which does have some issues and some themes, which I think are worthwhile and, and very interesting. But then Prem Ratan file, which is like such a pointless throwback. Yeah. Yeah. And he, him opposite some Sonam Kapoor made no sense. They do like. They have no chemistry.
2: They do not look good on screen together. I don't see him having chemistry with pretty much anything other than the Indian legal system. And Katrina Cave. It seems
0: to be working okay for him so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but apparently... Anyone who
2: has... I'm just going to put this out there, guys. Uh, Don't take it as me hating, but it's me hating.
0: Don't kill a man.
2: (laughs) I can't stand Katrina Cave. I think she is... (laughs) That's what you're talking about. ...a blank canvas. And if you can have chemistry with a
1: blank canvas... Okay. (laughs) Do you like watching her dance? Matt and I like watching her dance. No. Oh. Not even in, like, homily? No. In uh, Doom 3? No.
0: Oh. Or Bang Bang? No. I don't know what to tell you. I
1: think that's fair. You know, you are not the first person to point out Katrina Cave's limitations as an actress. I don't think I'll be the last. No, I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I... I, I don't love Salman Khan. I kind of think he is a bit of a lumbering goon. Yeah. Um,
0: That's what people like about him, though.
2: I guess. I mean...
0: He's kind of an everyman, even though he's, like, 250.
2: He's not. He's not super an Bill, everyman. Super rich. Super rich, can buy but off he, the whole Indian government. But he can
0: kind of play off, like, Oh, I'm just, just a dope like you. Dopes. We're and dopes.
2: Dope, dope, dopes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like every time I see him... Even in those, like, Arrows Now commercials.
1: I'm just like, you are not relatable. Oh, you watched his
0: latest blockbuster?
2: Hello. I was <laughs> so, so
1: excited at the Arrows Now ad before Bajor Mastani. Because it's Rambeer. They had Rambeer sing. And uh, they got
0: rid of the song from Rockstar. Yeah. What was it now? I forgot.
1: I uh, It might be from Bajor Mastani. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you know it's really exciting to see uh, a new face, someone, someone <laughs> other than Salman picking Khan, picking
0: up the torch of being before <laughs> movies and YouTube. Clips. Right.
1: I mean, <laughs> well, but a new like a new face representing Bollywood and someone who isn't you know and what dealing a face. with Am I some, right, some rather a face. some rather unfortunate um, legal problems. For those of you that don't know, um, I encourage you to look it up. But uh, yeah, Salman Khan has dealt with a lot of legal issues. He's this a bad year. boy. Um, yeah,
2: and if you want a hilarious take on it, you should watch um, AIB's little skit. Yeah, that, we'll include uh, that in the show notes. That talks about uh, what Salmon Khan fans are like. Mm-hmm. So Matt and Aaron will like that.
0: That's the All one right. where they're sitting in the theater watching. Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah.
1: And um, so that I think we might think of as both a highlight and a low light. Yeah. Um, but moving into some of the low lights. Um, Any anyway, right, Kasha,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a phenomenal director who... I feel should be a much bigger player in the international world cinema scene. Um, his latest film, Bombay Velvet, bombed, unfortunately. And it was awesome. And, it's a great movie. Well, okay. Okay. yeah, okay. but this was also yeah. um, in a string of failures for Ranbir Kapoor. So
0: I blame Ranbir. Do, do you? <laughs> yeah. You love
1: Ranbir. You love Ranbir. Yes.
0: He's just going through a rough path right now.
1: Do you want to describe this film really really quickly? Because I think we'll be talking about it more. Bombay
0: Velvet? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a throwback to, like, 30s gangster movies from Hollywood. Mm -hmm. takes place during the... It uh, was inspired
1: by the LA Quartet by James Elroy.
0: Yeah, which... Yeah, maybe. Um, It is set in Prohibition-era Gujarat, which was, like, the 60s. So Mm -hmm. you get an intriguing mix of... 60s fashion music with Prohibition stories. You get uh, kind of real estate development that is all run by the mob. You get Karen Johar as a romantic interest for And Marindia he is clearly
1: coded as gay here. This yeah. is not ambiguous at all. He is coded as gay.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. Shot really well. Um, really interesting diegetic music from Anushka Sharma as a lounge singer.
1: Yeah, though the, I, I don't believe that's her voice. Good
0: gunfights. I mean, if you like gangster movies from the 30s or even gangster movies in general, you'd probably like this one. I yeah. think it's maybe a little bit too Hollywood for Bollywood.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think this is very this is a very slick production. It's very much inspired by kind of um the James Cagney films as mm-hmm. well, um,
0: one of which even shows up in the movie itself. The Roaring 20s. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and I think yeah, it might have just been like too slick of a Hollywood production. I think yeah. it's a bit Some of a film nerd. Audiences.
0: It's a bit of a film nerd movie. If you're going in with perhaps not the background in Hollywood, you might not get as much out of it. Yeah,
2: but I feel I, like the fact that the two of you speak so highly of it speaks to suspect. why. Yeah. It flopped in yes. India because the background that the two of you have coming into that movie is not what yeah. the masses in India are going to have. Yeah, like people mm-hmm. save up their whole mu- like their months allowance of mu- of money to go see one of these movies, and they want it to be everything. Mm-hmm. And Bombay it's not a masala. Not it's,
0: it's not a masala movie. That's for sure. No,
2: and that's that's the thing. Like the masses want masala
1: movies, and mm-hmm. that's not a masala movie at all. Exactly. There's no
0: comedic characters, really. No. It's it's pretty depressing throughout.
1: Yep. Exactly. But, and it, it also stars uh, Anishka Sharma. And I think right. these were both great roles for Ranbir Kapoor and Anishka Sharma. And I think it was a great film for Andy Kashyap. But unfortunately.
0: But it should be getting more rocks. international attention, I think.
1: Well, yeah. Kashyap should be getting more international attention. Like this in movie
0: would be on the same level of. As LA Confidential. No, not LA Confidential, but just kind of like a foreign gangster movie that people latch onto, like oh, okay. Gamora from Italy. Right. Or maybe The Clan know, which is coming out. The clan from Ukraine or No,
1: the Clan is not from the Ukraine, it's from
0: Argentina. Argentina. Uh <laughs> the tribe was Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Or like uh I don't know, maybe Tokyo Tribes or something, like whatever Yakuza movies out right now. Mm-hmm. It should be just kind of here's an Indian gangster movie to go in with our year's selection of from across the world, yeah, which doesn't really translate into a huge amount of box office, but it should translate into international acclaim. And
1: Bollywood is really good at promoting themselves to people who are already interested in Bollywood, um, and unfortunately, I think there's still kind of this... It could be a
0: crossover movie.
1: Exactly. I think there's still this barrier. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's been kind of... I mean, Lagan was a bit of a crossover movie, but I think... Um, Anurag anyway, Kashyap is the best director at this point to kind of pitch himself at more of an international scene and and certainly um his involvement could be
0: a science we could be a uh, um like the south korean guys just someone you know for here's a director by the way he's from this place
1: yeah and if those films started to get like if a film like bombay velvet had been released in an art house cinema as opposed to kind of Um, in the, in the kind of the, the Bollywood cinemas that we have here in Edmonton. So there's a, there's a theater in Edmonton that shows a lot of cultural products Mm -hmm. and still commercial mainstream theater. But if it had gotten to... It it should
0: be in Global Visions.
1: Well, no, that's a documentary film festival, Matt. This is a
0: documentary about... Oh
1: my God, I'm done with you, Matt. (laughs) Move on, Erin. Um, but I think had it played to a more art house crowd, it would have done really well. Um, moving on, I just have a couple more things to discuss. Um, Ali Abat released her first flop with Shandar, and also Vikas Bal um, might be a one-hit wonder. So Vikas Bal was the director of Queen. His uh, Mm. follow-up was this destination wedding film *Shandar*, with Shahid Kapoor played a uh, sexy wedding planner and insomniac who fell in love with Alia Bhatt. She's an insomniac.
0: uh, That's important.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Alia Bhatt's character is also an insomniac. Oh, okay. um, Who is kind of treated poorly? She's the adopted daughter of Shahid Kapoor's own. Father, um, yeah, so not only does this film star Shahid Kapoor, but also star Shahid Kapoor's sister and Shahid Kapoor's father. And Alia Bot mm. plays a character named Alia. And this <laughs> film, can we talk about some lazy script writing? This yeah. film bombed and it has kind of like a fairy tale bit of aesthetic, but man, is it all. Over the place. Sounds like it, just from the description you're giving me. Yeah, and this is where they uh, they translated Shandar as splendiferous. I mean, I like that. <laughs> I'm down for that. Um, but yeah, Ali, like, I think it's kind of, I mean, Ali Abad's been around since the end of the year and has released a lot of really interesting films. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first one that's actually flopped. And I don't think that's going to do anything to her career. I think she's going to be fine. I mean, everyone has at least one flop. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. I don't know how this is gonna fare for Shahid Kapoor's career or Vikas Yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot of people were really anticipating what he would do after Queen, and I think was really disappointed. I
2: think it's also interesting to look at, and this is just in general, um, people who spend like their whole lives building up to this one piece, right? Mm-hmm. So like he essentially had his whole life to build up to Queen. And we didn't know anything mm-hmm. about him before that.
0: It's a sophomore slump. Yeah,
2: and he now in the um, second one, they're like, it's he's under crunch time. You don't yeah. have an entire lifetime to build up new experiences and new things. Yeah. And, like, it's it's common. It happens with everybody. So yeah. maybe his third one, he'll let some more time pass in between and kind of, like, let it brew in his head a little bit.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Um, Green was his second film. His first one was this kids movie that I can't remember the title of it. Yeah. Um, no one really talks about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you did really feel like there was a signature on Queen. There was a perspective that you don't feel in Shandar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is just like also weird. There's an extended sequence where everyone does
2: shrooms, guys. These snozberries taste like snozberries? <laughs> It's weird. That
0: is weird for a Bollywood. <laughs> it's it weird. Be and finally, drugs is always weird.
1: Um, Ashwarya Rai's comeback completely underwhelmed. Uh, Jazba made no waves whatsoever. No. Nope. And man, I thought we were all excited to have Ashwarya Rai. Were back. people
0: just excited for Kajol actually? And then
2: secretly, I think that probably won out. Yeah, yeah. Kajol was probably more of a pull than Aish.
1: Well, and I don't think I don't think she this hasn't is been a as, away for
0: as long either, right?
1: Five uh, years. Yeah. Yeah, that's about, it's about similar, yeah. Hmm. But
2: that's the thing. Like, you still see her. Like, she's not in movies, but she was still, like, around. Oh, yeah.
1: Quack on the Collins Red carpet with right. amazing makeup looks. I've recreated one of them. Check my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, like, um, it's not like she was, like, you know, it's not like... Baby ba like, hit her away in a cave or something. Like, no. Like, she's been around. It's just that we haven't seen a movie from her.
1: And I don't think this is the kind of film we want to see from her. So it was a remake of a South Korean film about a lawyer who's also a single mother whose daughter is kidnapped, and then she has to get um, this person um, off of murder charges. Um, Irfan Khan is also in it, like... I, I mean, it sounds interesting, but the execution of it wasn't great. Like it yeah. was like as you see from the trailer, it's a very kind of a green palette, and it's mm. very—I don't know—it just it really it didn't. I I think Bollywood can produce some excellent crime films. The film I did not put on on this list is uh, Talvar, also with Raman Khan, that played at TIFF, which is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and I think many people should check it out. Um, but this, I think, you know, like you would think it would be a good showcase for Ashwarya Rai's talents and you know I'm, I'm glad that she's doing a film where you know she is the central character and she's and it makes sense to me that kind of her comeback after having a child would be one where she's playing kind of a protective mother. mother but it, it
2: really doesn't work it just like. But that's not what people want from her. No. They want her to be this beautiful woman that men like lust and kill for. There's no glamour in this role. That's the other thing like she yeah. is a she's like she's a super glamorous woman and like that's the I think that's a big difference between her and Priyanka Chopra they were both Miss World but like Priyanka Chopra can get down in the dirt and still look glamorous she's got a girl next door thing yeah and I don't think Aswari Arai can
1: I love how everyone is so obsessed with um Chopra's hair in Quantico. It's so strange. Does that <laughs> I just really that that's the thing they focus on because I always focus on her lips. Yes. I those lips. Oh, they're amazing. But everyone is so focused on her hair. Um,
0: people in the show or just people watching the show?
1: I, I need people watching the show.
0: Oh,
1: uh, okay. Yeah. And I Chopra's next role I think is you know, she's gonna be playing uh, She's a cop She's a cop. She's and that's gonna be Really interesting. I think Priyanka Chopra has rage that Ashwarya Ray doesn't. That's the other thing. I think Priyanka um, Chopra has the acting chops,
2: whereas Ashwarya Rai is kind of just like, I'm pretty. You
1: yeah. Know? Um, you know, she's she'll have some films coming out in 2016, so hopefully those will land. But I think it was surprising to see that her comeback film really failed. Yeah. That it really did not. Um, except be, and I also, I do think it's um, unfortunate because... As, as I've mentioned earlier in this podcast, actresses don't have as long as a shelf life as actors in Bollywood. And ashwarya Rai is one of the women who can potentially break that.
2: I think Ashwarya Rai marrying into the Bachchan family has secured her as one of those women who can then transition to playing people's
1: mothers. But do we want, like, but why do our actresses, as they age, have to play people's mothers while actors continue to be the lead? I'm not saying that that
0: happens in Hollywood. Yeah, that
2: happens in Hollywood. It does happen. I'm I'm not saying that it's fair. I'm just saying that she could easily become one of those, like, staple characters.
0: Like Dimple Kapadia.
2: Or um, Jaya Jaya Bachchan. Yeah, Yeah. Jaya. Like, she could become the next Jaya. Yeah. That's easily something that could happen for her. And it's not like. Jaya Bachchan plays like crummy roles. Mm-hmm. Like her, her characters do have a voice and they do have yeah some agency. That's true. So I think maybe with Ashwari taking over that that potential place in Bollywood, like she could take that to the next level.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll be interested to see what she does next. Yeah. I think her comeback was disappointing, but I'll be interested to see what she does next. Do you think Abhishek Bachchan is ever going to be? um... Oh, he's no big B. as prominent as his father. There's a reason I call him Baby Bachchan every single time because I, I, I didn't even bring up all as well with him and uh, Rishi Kapoor and Aston. It's it's There's weird. No point. It's weird.
2: The only I've got to say it like completely honestly, the only time I enjoy Baby Bachchan is when he's doing comedic roles
1: yeah, or I, Doom. And Happy New Year! He's one of the. I love happy happy
0: him in Happy New Year yeah. Yeah.
2: because he
1: plays a drunk and he plays a pompous douche. Yeah. He talks
0: in English, 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 English,
1: English. So that finally brings us to our review of Vajra Mastani, which is the film that I have been looking forward to more than anything else this entire year. At more least, than Star Wars, at
0: least since like summertime, right when the trailer dropped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, before the trailer because. I love Ranbir Singh. I love Deepika Padukone. I love Priyanka Chopra, and I love Sanjay Leela Banzali. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to lose here. The, yeah, I was just like, if this film disappoints me, I will be shocked. <laughs> and spoiler alert: this film did not disappoint me. This film is everything I have ever wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, why don't you uh, why don't you explain the plot of this film for us?
0: Sure. So it is a biopic of Peshawar Bajirao who was the prime minister of the Maratha Empire in the 18th century. So he was kind of a warlord for these guys, and he would go out and win battles. He wasn't royalty himself. He was a member of the Brahmin caste. Mm -hmm. But he uh, went out, did battles, and he's married to Priyanka Chopra as Bai. So she stays at home while he goes out and fights. And one day, while he's been called out to help a fellow uh, Hindi... Hindi, uh, king? I think yes. he's a king. He's Chris?
2: a he's a king that's all, allied to yeah Bajero's king.
0: Yeah, he's maybe a client state of the Marathans. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he gets he gets asked to go a, a help out with uh, uh, Muslim guys who are attacking them, and he meets Deepka Petakone, who herself is an amazing warrior too. Mm-hmm. And there is an immediate Mastani. yeah. Her name is Mustani. There's an immediate connection between those two. And it's kind of on a different level between him and his wife. Mm-hmm. So, um, he accidentally gets married to her by her weird customs of if you lend someone your knife, you're married. But uh, she takes that literally. And he, you know, he reciprocates the, uh, the affection. And she comes to live with him back in the Marathi Empire. And wouldn't you know it, his actual wife is really <laughs> pissed off about this. <laughs> So, and his mom. And his mother is incredibly annoyed by this.
1: Played by uh, Tani Asim.
0: Yeah. So it kind of uh, turns into a drama where uh, Bajrao is stuck with the two women he loves and a society that doesn't agree with him and political machinations going on around him.
1: Well, and we should explain. This is partly because Mastani is half Muslim. Her mother is Muslim. Well, she identifies as Muslim as well. And her father is Hindu. She does have knowledge of both religions. Right. Um, She's a practicing Muslim. She's a practicing Muslim. Exactly.
2: And
0: Kashibai
1: is
2: a practicing Hindu.
0: And at this moment, a a Muslim man can have more than one wife. So for Mastani, it's not that big a deal. This is something that could easily happen. But for Kashibai, this is... Kind of a deal breaker.
2: Right. And the other thing that you have to be aware of is the empire that Bajiro is fighting for is Hindu based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they are, and the Muslims tend to be their enemies. So there's no understanding
0: given as to why
2: you would let this woman into your home.
0: And buy her a palace and set her up and have a kid with her and all this stuff. So there is lots and lots of pressure for this marriage to not work. And... I'm not going to say what happens, but... Uh, Love not, happens. It's not a super happy ending.
1: No, but, you know... And I think... So this film provides several layers of kind of pleasure. I think the first one is to see, you know... Ranveer Singh, Deepika Patakone, mm-hmm. and Priyanka Chopra, who I think are three of the best Bollywood actors. The best looking, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the best looking. And I think they bring... Everything they have oh, to yeah. these roles. Remember, you were saying didn't work for an entire year because he was just working on this role, and, and he his, was
0: basically in character the entire year oh, too. And he read about some of the stuff he was doing. He was. Basically, living this guy's life. He
2: broke his arm. Uh, yeah, learning how to use a whip sword. Yeah, and those then, whip swords are amazing. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. But he broke his arm because he's just—he's one of those guys that like goes in and leaves everything on the floor. Yeah, so. he's a method
0: actor. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah, and he's like his his intensity, but then mm-hmm. I think also his like sensitivity with the two women that he has to play off of on screen is phenomenal. Like Ramveer Singh. Is my favorite actor anywhere in the entire world? <laughs> like mm. he's amazing. He looks amazing, but I think he he has the chops to be, you know, like a, a, a great actor, deal. a big deal, you know, and charisma. Oh yeah, instantly. Yeah. Um. So I think all three of these performances, and you know, I think Priyanka got to show a completely different side of herself. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and then got to show a different side of herself because she gets to play this like. You know, the moment when she's revealed that it's a woman warrior and, and, and not a man yeah. under that armor is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then also to see Priyanka play, I think, a more kind of submissive, domestic-type domestic yeah. character was really interesting. Because I'm so used to her being, you know, kind of really strong. Yeah. And she said in
2: many, many interviews that, like, playing this role for her was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. She was like, I left set every single day, like, wanting to cry. Because... You feel that pain that Kashiwai has. Yeah. And it's she's just like it resonated so much with her. She was like, I couldn't not give everything to this performance to try and give this woman the like the due
1: that she was deserving of. Exactly, yeah. And so I think you know these performances are incredible. Um, and then there's, you know, just this being like kind of a pitch perfect historical drama mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. looks the cinematography here is amazing some of the, the CGI
0: some of the CGI is a bit ropey but oh, the uh, set
1: design on that e- movie yeah blows my mind the battles look amazing the
0: battles look good all these palaces look awesome I think it's
1: really easy though to I mean we're kind of spoiled from CGI for a lot of Hollywood films and I think Mm -hmm. it's really easy to let a couple of those elements go because it's not in a lot of the film Yeah. and I think the places where it does show up have such emotional resonance that it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. I wish
0: they just wouldn't have done it right at the beginning like they do a a map showing oh I like that stuff I think it looks good some of it looks like kind of like a video game from the 90s
1: I kind of liked that aspect, of I'm into though. it. It's kind of like Dynasty Warriors or something like
0: that. I guess, but it's just, you know, these horses driving around look kind of bad.
1: I sometimes think of, um, like, movies you want to take your DM to, because uh, we took our DM <laughs> to <Baha> Bali, <laughs> And I think Vajra Mustani... Our like, Dungeon Master, yeah. by the
0: way, for those of you not initiated. <laughs>
1: not up and up on the, the slang. Yeah. And I think Vajra Mustani is another, like, movie you want to take your DM to. Like, Well, it's
0: full of tangible details of what it was like to live in this time.
1: Yeah, and so, like, as a historical epic, it looks amazing, it feels amazing. Everything about this is just so gorgeous to look at. And it just... It hits you you right in the heart, I feel like. Oh, it's so emotional. I just, you know, the battle sequences are amazing, the love stories are amazing, everything about it, it's it's exactly what I want. And then, I also think there are some really important and strong messages at the core of this film, you know, about not... Um, about overcoming religion, you know, not judging people by their background and about, you know, really having a human connection and that, you know, someone's religious background, um, is worth not just kind of overlooking, but embracing, you know, Mm -hmm. the way that Bajro, um, embraces Mastani's Muslim side. I think is really important. He celebrates Eid with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, just kind of like, how, you know, people need to have the kind of choice and ability to love who they want. You know, like, this is, I think, a perfect film for people who, like, want to point to, you know, how a polyamorous relationship would fix something. But also potentially how, like, the advent of divorce <laughs> yeah. would have fixed something. Well, it's you an know? interesting
0: choice to not show him and Priyanka younger. Because yeah. they're already married... By the time the movie starts. And you don't really know why. Like, it could have been a political marriage as well.
1: But there's an... I mean, there's an affection that the two of them have that yeah. fades.
2: That you can clearly see. Because when he does come back, he is... She's so happy to see him. And she mm-hmm. has, like... There's something about her that's almost, like, childlike in that affection for, yeah. her, for him. And then it turns into, like, this hot, sexy thing when he's, like, bathing himself. But... <laughs>
0: Bathing himself very angrily, very just angrily. one bucket of water at a time. <laughs> but
2: then, like, you know, it turns into sexy times with, yeah, you know, your wife. But uh, there's, there's definitely an affection there. And then, like, she puts on his armor. And she's yeah. like, next time you go to battle, I'll come with you. And, like, you can see how much she loves him.
0: But she's also very sheltered. And she right. doesn't actually know what she he's up to out yeah, there. Yeah, she
2: doesn't understand, necessarily. Yeah. But, like, the love for him is there. And I think his affection for her is there. And you know, Mastani says it later in the movie that in love, when Bajiro loves Mastani, it doesn't mean that he loves Kashibai any less.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I just I think these are important things and emotions to see in cinema that yeah. I don't see often. And I think they're complicated and they're presented in a, in a complicated way, but also in a really honest way and you know I, I don't kind of see Bajro as a cheater because I think you know he's he was clearly married very young mm-hmm. um and I think you know like
0: most historical movies you could probably tone down everyone's age by like 10 years right
1: yeah yeah you know when he became Peshwa, he was in his 20s and I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure at what point he was marrying Takashi by, but you know I think I think what this film has to say about relationships and about people and how you can't stop falling in love sometimes with some people I think is really important. It's also potentially
0: important that the religious aspect is celebrated, especially in, as I understand it, uh, since Narendra Modri took over, it's a bit tougher for uh, for uh, Hindu-Muslim relations and to have a movie where, actually, it's fine. Yeah. People can get along and everyone can... Sort of Fucking be up. happy, yeah. <laughs> like, there's there's nothing wrong with inter-religious uh, uh, relations. That, yeah. That's just a good message in general. I think one of Especially my favorite... Especially having to do with Muslims. Yeah.
2: I think one of my favorite things about the movie are, like, the quiet moments in it. So there's a scene where Kashibai and her... Well, not her mother, but her mother-in-law, Vijero's mm-hmm. mother, are sewing this flag, mm-hmm. right? And they're kind of, like, bemoaning... The fact that Bajiro is now in love with Mastani and they've kind of, like, lost him a little bit. And it turns into this, like, if we're not going to cry, we might as well laugh. And it just, like, it's a very real moment in the movie that I can definitely see even myself having in that situ- in a similar situation. Where, like, it's going to either be, either I'm going to sit here and literally sob myself to death. Or I'm going to laugh about it and try and, like, hold myself together. Yeah. And it's just one of those moments where it's like you see the quality yeah. of the filmmaking. Yeah. Right? Because it's not just painted over or made melodramatic or made this huge, big, flashy production when really it can just be this beautiful, quiet moment where, like, I'm sad, but
1: and I have to keep going. So often emotions dictate the kind of story beats in Bollywood in a way that we don't see in Hollywood. This is not about the big battle scenes. Mm -hmm. Although the big battle scenes look amazing. They do really is about the emotional story here about what these characters go through. And I really like, I think this is, this is filmmaking at its finest. Like I think this movie is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really value, you know, kind of telling, um, a love story and a love triangle at this grand of a scale and giving everyone a sense of dignity. Right. Like, no one was made up to be the bad guy in this no. situation.
0: Yeah, even though it's not called Badger Amistani Kashibai.
1: Right. And you feel bad for Kashibai. You do. Mm-hmm. And you feel bad for Amistani. And you feel bad for Bajiro. I think you feel bad for everyone in kind of this situation. Except for those
0: asshole Brahmins. No. Those no guys one are just dicks for no reason.
2: I mean, Kashibai even makes that point that like no one in... In, like, Hindu fol- folklore, no one remembers who Ram was married to before.
0: Yeah.
1: Krishna. Or, yeah, who
0: Krishna Ram was. Ram was, was married
1: to Sita. Krishna. Yeah. Who, I don't remember Krishna's wife, but it's Krishna and Radha. Right. And yeah. Everyone remembers Krishna and Radha. Nobody remembers
2: that Krishna was with someone else before. Yeah. The songs are all Krishna and Radha. They're not, yeah. you know.
0: And the movie tries to negate that. But still, it's called Badger Omastani.
2: I mean, it's because... Because those are the
0: ones that people remember.
2: Right. That's the ones that people remember. That's what the, the folklore is about. That's mm-hmm. what all of those things are. And it's like... you can Even in the moments when, like, Kashibai tries to, like, save herself, but also give Bajiro what he wants. Um, when she's like, you just won't come into my bedchamber anymore. And they're, like, blowing out those candles. Heartbreaking. You can see them welling up with tears and like she's not able to breathe and blow out these candles. And so he does it for her because he still loves her Yeah, and he wants her to be happy and he wants to give her what he can, but she also loves him and she also wants to give him what she can.
1: And neither one, you know, showed her can deny their own happiness. Right. You know, it's really like you watch this film and I think you're well aware of kind of the historical aspect of it because you just think, you know, there are solutions to these issues oh, yeah. that these people did not have access to. I also really... And this is where I want to ask you, Matt, um, and also Juliet, In our last episode, we kind of talked about the tourism of Sanjay Luba Bansali. And Matt's a bit more skeptical that tourism exists in Bollywood. And I am a bit more insistent, um, you know, as the film studies scholar, <laughs> that tourism is everywhere. And so I want to ask you, how did you how do you feel that this fits into Bantali's Ova?
0: Well, I mean, I wanna look at who wrote the movie too, because that's kind he of did. important. He wrote it okay, and he did some of the songs. I mean it does fit into that um, feeling of being trapped that comes from all the other SLB movies we've yeah. watched. Socially
1: and historically repressed.
0: Yeah, and it feels like he's coming at the Gujarati perspective, which the Marathons are kind of, you know, before because they established Hinduism across the country, as I understand it, by so it would conquering speak, yes. basically all of India. And it, it does tie into... I'm
1: um... oh, sorry, he didn't write it. Okay. It was written by uh, Prakash Kapadia. Um, but this is a project that Sanjay Leela Bensali has been talking about since yeah. um, the 90s. He initially wanted to do it with Salman Khan and Ashraya Rai. It would not first. have been as good. No. Well, I think Who would be the agree... other girl in that
0: relationship?
1: I don't know. Some I think useless we person. We mm-hmm. can all agree that would have been a very different film, and we're glad that it has this cast. I think you need yeah. Ranveer
0: for this movie. He is a lot more sensitive than any of the other male stars that I could think of. Yeah. From from what we know of his filmography.
1: Even what we see. Maybe Rithik
0: like... Roshan could have done it. I don't know. He seems fairly. Emotional. I don't know if I
1: would. Yeah. I'm. He's been too similar to Johad Akhtar.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. I could definitely see it fitting into SLB's collection. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the first real Bollywood movie I saw was Deb And that breaks my heart every time I watch it. Yeah. And that's really about, like, love gone horribly wrong, right? And that's... That's kind of what this movie is, like love tearing people apart when it should bring them together.
1: Exactly. People who are repressed either physically or socially, and here here it's very much socially, right? because their religion and their time period and their status mm-hmm. um, doesn't allow them to live their desires and you know we see the same thing in Guzarish where where he's trapped Immobility traps him you know Mm -hmm. so it's always people trying to live out their desires who can't and who have to fight against that system and I think Rambeer Rambeer sings Bajro's fight against his mother you know kind of makes up the crux of this film and then also against his sons yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually really appreciated when
2: Priyanka slapped her son yeah. for you know being disrespectful to Mastani because as much as Pri- like Kashubai is not a huge fan of Mastani. This child should not be speaking that way. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, you can't go against your father.
2: You can't go against your father. You can't go against your elders. Yeah. There's lots of reasons that he should not be behaving that way. And she is very quick to be like, this is not how you should behave. I will not accept this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that it works, but still.
0: This does go into a collection of uh, mean mothers in SLB movies, too. Because in Ramlila... um, Deepika's mother is a fierce... She's a Don. Yeah, she's a Don. And Badra's mom's kind of a Don, too.
1: But in black, um, the mother there is very much trying to fight for her daughter.
0: Yeah, she's just kind of stuck against something that she doesn't understand.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to read... I don't want to project too much of that on Sanjay Leela Benzali himself, um, because this film is also dedicated to his mother. And the Leela in his name, he has um, adopted in honor of his Mm -hmm. mother. Yeah. So, I have some interesting things to say um, here about box office. So, um, Nawale and Bajramastani kind of came out on the same day. Mm -hmm. um, And this was, you know. The same day as Star Wars. And the same day as Star Wars. And this was clearly thought of as, you know, like a bit of a battle of the Titans, like a head to head who is. Going to win, and both of them placed in the North American box office top 10. Dawali at number nine, and Bajra Masani at number 10. And this is the first time I have seen two Bollywood films place in the North American box office top 10. That's a big deal. It is a big deal, and I think a lot of people see this as well. Uh, Star Wars was collecting most of the box office, so allowed. Um, some other more niche films to kind of reach the top 10 because it wasn't divided over a couple other Hollywood releases. Right. But I, I prefer to see this as how Bollywood is only continuing to gain popularity in the global market. For sure. Um, and I think these two films are highly anticipated by you know anyone and everyone who <laughs> enjoys Bollywood.
2: It's also pretty funny because even the days we went to see it, you stepped out to go to the the restroom beforehand. And yeah. when, when you were walking back in, someone was like, you're going to see an Indian movie. And you were like, I watch them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> because even, even two Indians watching Bollywood, it's still surprising that yeah. people who are not necessarily Indian or people who aren't necessarily Hindi speaking
1: are interested in these movies.
2: Yeah. So,
1: but you know, again, I think they're only going to gain a popularity for sure. People have access now to more, different kinds of
0: cinema than ever before. Well, the the Netflix thing is huge. Not everyone knows about Butterflix because it's kind (laughs) of weird. But Netflix, keeping these movies in the same rank as every other film, and I think the Gangs of Wassey poor thing is huge. Yeah, just show that as a TV show instead. You're going to get so many more viewers.
1: Yeah. Um. So initially Dilwale was in the lead its box office, but its box office has started to dwindle. So originally it was making more than Badru It also
0: got savaged by the critics. Yeah. Yes. Um.
1: But its box office has started to dwindle, and Badru actually gained momentum, and the gap has narrowed between the two films. Yeah. Um, and even though Bajra Masani is on less screens than Del it seems poised to overtake it, which I find really fascinating because I think from the outset, everyone knew dewali was going to make more money with Shah Rukh Khan and casual. Um, but because Bajra Masani has, I think we all agree proved to be the superior film. It's yeah.
0: just gaining word of mouth. It's too. just
1: gaining it word of mouth. And it, so it's, it's starting to make, more money than it was before, even though it's on less screens. And I think mm-hmm. Bajiro Masani
2: also is doing something interesting in that um, the the movie, and I said I said this when we left the movies, that Diwali was a lot more obvious and Bajiro Masani had a lot of subtleties to it. Yeah. And even if you're not necessarily picking up on those subtleties, you're still going to enjoy the quality of the acting. You're still going to enjoy how beautiful the sets are. You're still going to enjoy... The love story. You're like there's mm-hmm. there's kind of something for everyone there, even if you're not getting the like deepest meaning of the movie.
0: Well, and even then- though it's so centered in Indian history, right. I feel like it exports better. Oh yeah, because to watch Diwali, you kind of need to know who Shuriki Cadil are, why you care, mm-hmm. and then the weird tonal shifts, especially with regards to the comedy in Diwali, You kind of need to know more about Bollywood movies to understand that one because. They're weird. There's yeah. huge tonal shifts that are outside of Hollywood, and someone who wanted to watch world cinema would probably appreciate a historical epic. I sure. do
1: feel like, I mean, if there were opportunities for crossover, like Bad and Study could have that opportunity. They're just unfortunately...
0: Well, it's, it's like it's like Red Cliff or yeah. something like that, just a huge historical... Story that people would appreciate regardless of where they're from.
1: I think so, yeah. And again, like the quality of the filmmaking and the quality of the acting and the screenwriting. Didn't even
0: mention the songs, but they're pretty good. Oh yeah, we should
1: quickly mention the songs. Um, There's not as many songs here as I would like. Obviously. But that's okay. And I don't find them as kind of high energy and exciting as I did in Ram Lila. Mm -hmm. But that's okay, because I think uh, the songs we do have here work Within the film, and I think the production of all of them are really astounding. Um, that being said, was I the only one that felt like um, the quality of lip syncing was low? Like yes. I don't know, Dipika yes. was, not moving, Di her mouth was not moving
2: her mouth. I thought appropriately, but I can almost forgive it because Diwani Mastani is so beautiful. It is, yeah. I like I could put it on mute and just be fascinated.
1: Yeah, so. And Ranveer's song here. His victory song. It's amazing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Pinga is beautiful because, like I said, um, Priyanka and Topeka are both classically trained in Bharatanatyam. Um, this is not Barth style of dance, but it's similar enough that those skills kind of transfer over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said it before to both of you that I love watching Topeka dance because yeah. I think she is so skilled that... It brings something to the screen that you're not necessarily getting when you watch, sorry, Varun dancing. Because his dance style is much more modern, whereas Topeka is classically trained. And that's like, it's very lyrical. It's very uh, movement with purpose and all that stuff. And so... And I think you see that in both Ramlila and here. For sure. Yeah. And so I think seeing her and Priyanka dance together was really special and... It was beautiful, and it's, like, it's in a festival, and, you know, it's, like, everything you and I love about (laughs) Bollywood.
1: It is, yeah. And I think, like, none of the songs here are dropped um, into the film just for kind of production and... Yeah, there's um, nothing that could even be close to an item number. Yeah, no, for, for production or promotional purposes. Like, this is all... All of these songs are naturally woven into the film itself, and so that's why, you know, well... I always would like more songs. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I always like a good amount of, like, four or five. Um, I, I, don't think that's a problem with this film at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to see the songs.
1: No, no, which but a lot I of think, the time you do. I think yeah. here you're going to see the film, and I think this is an excellent film. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, we're all in agreement that this movie's great. Yeah. yeah, check it I'd out watch it again it. and again. I would too. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. This is a, a little bit of a longer episode for us, but uh, we really wanted to give Juliet the chance to uh, really present her perspective, and we were so happy to have you. Thank Thank you thanks so thanks much for coming. having me. Please I, come back. I will. When you're I, back in Edmonton, you have, we have to have you on again. Yeah. I mean,
2: I love the podcast. I'm... Uh, a big podcast nerd. I listen to tons of them, but this yeah. is the first time that I've been on one. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. You love podcasts, but you've never been on one before. Yeah,
2: I'm always telling people about the stuff I'm listening to. <laughs> Guys, check this one out. Guys, check this one out. Yeah.
1: Um, so if you would like to, uh, keep up with us in the meantime, you can follow us each on Twitter. Juliet, where can we find you? Cause you tweet, uh, hilarious and wonderful <laughs> facts like your
2: life. My Twitter is, uh, Coco Newt, C-O-C-O-N-E-W-T. And you can follow me there and follow my hilarious tweets about silly school things <laughs> and wishing that pizza would just get delivered when
1: I think about it. <laughs> and lots of movie watching. Oh, lots of movie watching. Yeah. Matt?
0: uh i'm at matt underscore b-o-w-e-s
1: and i'm at Ernie N e e-r-i-n-e f-r-i-s-e-r
0: you can also follow the podcast at bollywood pod we also have a tumblr uh bollywood is for lovers at dot tumblr.com
1: and a facebook page where you can like us and interact with the show we will be back in two weeks discussing and Kashyap. Um, so we're looking at Gangs of Wassey Poor, and going more in depth on Bombay Velvet and discussing uh, another film from his that we haven't decided yet. Um, and if you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review and a star rating on iTunes. It really helps other people discover the show and boosts our confidence. And they'll read it out loud. Yeah, we'll read it aloud.
0: Anything you say.
1: Thank you so much for listening.